You can worry if you want to. You can cry if you are scared. You can direct all your energy at being more prepared for a journey that had started so very long ago. Or you can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. You can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. Yeah, uh, so I love. Uh, there's a Buddha quote that says something like, um, "When I achieved um, absolute perfect enlightenment, I achieved absolutely nothing." <laughs> You know, but you're kind of expressing that, like, um, incredulous, you know, because from where we've been coming from, everything seems like an achievement, even, even the spiritual path. It's like a doing and, a, and an achieving. And, and um and then you tap into who we are and it just dissolves, effortlessly dissolves boundaries, borders, any sense of separation. And it does it without any effort <laughs> on our part. All we have to do is open to it in order to consciously experience this presence that already permeates everything. You know, and then how how does it show up as an I, as a me? How does it do that? Does it? This, this one presence that has limitless individual presences. How does it do that, Tom? How are we doing that? <laughs> I don't know how, but probably it's just because we can. <laughs> to use um, your insight. <laughs> like, duh, why wouldn't we? I mean, that's so cool. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I was listening to this other podcast about someone's experience. He did a 30-day retreat and he was using a, I can't remember what he was using, but he said he basically went into this, you know, place where he 
was in this conversation with God about love. And God was like, all we're here to do is love. And then Mm -hmm. basically showed him, it was like, can you love this? And then can you let, what about that? And he was like, Mm -hmm. like we were in this competition. That's the best word to use, but of just, okay. And what about that? Can you love that? And he was like explaining, just being blown open each time Mm -hmm. felt how God could love every, you know, limitation and then directed towards himself. And it was just this beautiful. Mm. Yeah. 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 Just with love. Hitting, hitting the imaginary limit to love. Yeah. And then could you love that? You know, just the question opens our mind to maybe, maybe, Maybe that limit I'm feeling is not real. You know, and um, it's one way to consider any sense of limitation that we experience or feel it's just to consider could it be what i the sense of limitation i've just i'm feeling right now is the limitations that i've put on love and since and life wants me to be free of any limitation and so this person or situation has shown up perfectly for me to get in touch with how I'm limiting love, limiting love's expression through this mind body, which is, you know, just like that podcast where, you know, every time you feel a sense of limitation, you just hear God going, and could you love this? And then it was so cool just because it felt really related. You know, he's, he's like, and then I realized how easy all of that was to love because it was just a reference, like a mental picture. It wasn't even the real thing. It was like, he was talking about rape and you know, all the, and he's like, of course I could love that. Cause it's just, it's not even a real thing. And then he said, the, the final thing was God said, now, could you go back and be the rapist and the, you know, the, the victim and the perpetrator, could you go back and experience, you know, I'm going, I'll, I'm going back for all of it. And just kind of that mm-hmm. sentiment of like in the song, you know, mm-hmm. it's love isn't satisfied until it has everyone and everything. Yeah. Yeah. All everything's included. Everything's included. It wants everything. as I've heard Katie put it love kills everything that is not itself and so as those things happen within us it's just killing love is killing all the unloving 
you could say the unloving parts of ourselves. It's killing the borders or limits. You know, I could love, oh yeah, I could love this other person as a perpetrator. Oh, but if I was the perpetrator, no, that's unforgivable. Other people, yeah, no, that's forgivable. You can love that. You know, to me, that's what, the, you know, God was pointing out there. You know, it's like, well, I'm going all the way. <laughs> you, know, you know, jump, jump in here. I, as the per perpetrator, can I love even, even that? Even, could you love even that, you, as the perpetrator? Yeah, I, I was just flashing back to, uh, I think I shared this, uh, I think I shared it, but not in one that we've kept, recording that we've kept, but uh, um, working with Kim Rosen, a mutual friend. You know, years and years before I found the work, years before finding the work and doing my first breath kind of journey with her and um, and how I tapped into this perpetrator and I, I call it the perpetrator's grief. <clears throat> and um, But I just felt intuitively the, the violent or perpetrator perpetrator and it felt like I, I just got in touch with many 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 lifetimes of violence un, unlovingness and violence as me as being the violent unloving one and finally let it in and just just like cracked cracked my heart open It felt like I could cry forever. It was just but it was the beginning of letting love in, and then on that little journey, that breath journey, I went it was on a power trip. It was a little journey through power, and I touched into. Um, blind rage was the first thing I touched into and that rage it wanted it just wanted to destroy everything it said this blind rage and just wanted to destroy everything I didn't know I was on a power trip until the very end so but the first thing I hit was blind rage and then that shifted into righteous rage 
wanted to destroy injustice. And then it shifted into a feminine energy that had complete power over male energy. And I just felt it in the form of nature, that the feminine energy, uh, like the male energy in nature could not resist, it had to respond to the feminine energy. And then that shifted to the male energy, and the feminine energy was powerless. The male energy had power over in the same way. I mean, different, but same power over. And then I'm not, I don't remember if it went anywhere else, but eventually it went, all of a sudden it just dropped into love. And, and then it was the image of the sun just radiating. And then and I just felt how all of creation cannot not respond to love. And when and then when I felt that I could feel how it was not a power over anything. Um, even though everything was powerless <laughs> to resist it. And um, and then and then that's when I saw, oh, that we're all on this power trip, which means we're all actually, actually, you know, it's like it's not an evil thing. So maybe blind rage, or, or you know, I didn't go into like greed, power over, through greed, power over, you know, with injustice. I just went into the righteous rage against injustice. But I'm sure that's part of that power trip. But all these abuses, it's, I just saw the common thread. Oh, we're on a power trip and the real power is love. And since we're looking, we're actually looking for the real deal. Everyone is looking for the real power. No one wants pseudo power. They want, we all want the real deal. It's all a path to love. And then couple years later found the work and then there's that Katie quote love is the power and then over time just got to see oh the work it really consciously awakens us to the love that we are you know I think I've she's put it I've heard her put it something like um, who we who you are is love and to live anything less then who you are hurts. <laughs> and you can feel that. It's like, oh, it hurts whenever I'm not love. <laughs> My loving heart wants to check in with Dory for a second. <laughs> Hi, Dory. What's up? Hi. <laughs> um... Sorry. Oh, as best you can, just open up to the tears as, as best you can. Yes. 
even if it's just a little hint to those tears that they're welcome. If you can, just let them have their life. Sorry, one second. I'm sorry. I'm back. Um, I, God, I like had my own little like trip while you guys were talking. Um, and when we were in the meditation, I felt like as soon as I touch peace, my mind just completely was not okay with it and like took over my experience and like my my body and I like felt like I was having like a, a panic attack I don't I don't think I've ever had one so I don't know exactly what that's like but it felt very um like all-consuming and um every time you brought up something or Caroline brought up something my mom kept saying like but what about this situation or what if that happens and it just you know like could not let go of um, like I just felt so mind heavy throughout this whole um like recording and yeah yeah well you know it's every doubt needs to be met satisfactorily uh-huh yeah. yeah yeah so no mistake what about this? You know, what about this? Yeah, so, would you like to share what what it was yeah. asking? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, interestingly enough, I was listening to a podcast today too, and um, in this podcast. Uh, they were discussing a, uh, a murder that happened in real life in Canada, I guess, a few years ago. And the situation was this man, I think he was a fairly young man. He, uh, I think he was like paranoid, schizophrenic or so. He had some kind of, you know, cognitive impairment and he, um, you know, just like all of us who, uh, just like, yeah. when, whenever we're violent. Mm -hmm. So he, and I don't say that to justify what he did, but I just want to no, give as much no. background as possible. Yeah. So, so he murdered um, a woman and her son and apparently uh, a neighbor who happened to be in this house as well. And he kidnapped the 13 year old daughter and held her hostage in his basement and murdered, uh, not murdered, but tor tortured her and raped her and kept her there for, I guess, a few days or maybe a few weeks. And eventually he, um, the police, you know, like apprehended him and he, but 
in the meantime, he had not, as if that wasn't horrible in and of itself, he was like mutilating bodies and like offering them as like, I don't, going back to whole, the whole like paranoid schizophrenia, he was like hearing voices and he thought that, or he, he, in his experience, like this tree was telling him to do all these things and like sever bodies and like offer, offer up the pieces to the tree. And then all this crazy stuff was happening. And, but for me, like I kept going back to the experience of this girl who was, you know, raped and tortured. And then after this man was sent to prison, he, because, you know, her mother and brother were murdered, she was sent to live with her father who ended up abusing her as well. So I just kept going back to this, like, how, I don't think I could love that. I, I don't yeah. know, like, okay. and even, so, yeah. Yeah, so right now in this moment, you have to love that, is that true? No. No, and feel that. No, you don't ever, ever, ever have to love that. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Ugh. Yeah, you know, it's like love is not blind to violence. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't limit it. Uh-huh. But we, it's easy to think that loving, like enveloping that horrible violence with love is like loving the violence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but that's, because the mind, the mind can't understand love. And so when we're looking at love through the mind, it's we're not experiencing the unlimitedness of love, which can only be experienced directly, not through the mind, not through concepts of love. But our idea of love is not the experience. So, and then the first layer is realizing you don't have to love everything. You don't have to love everything equally. But feel it when you believe, you know, you get the ideas of unconditional love and then it's like, oh, I'm supposed to unconditionally love everything. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's my purpose. That's what we're here to do. But feel that belief. I'm supposed to. I have to. Unconditionally love everything. And how do you react? What happens when you believe that? I'm supposed to or I have to. And you're not feeling love. You hear, you know, you hear stories like that, and there's no feeling of love going on. Yeah. And you believe you're supposed to. Yeah, I just feel, I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And then how do you treat yourself when you believe you're supposed to love and you can't? 
frustrated. Yeah. And what else? What else happens when you believe you're supposed to love and and you're seeing scenarios in which you're not feeling love? I feel like I like I. I like I say to myself, like, oh, like I don't buy into this. Like this whole like we're supposed to love everything, like yeah, like I can't play along yeah. with those yeah rules. <clears throat> so let's just give it a try and notice who or what would you be without this story? I'm supposed to love unconditionally, supposed to love everything. Who would you be without that story? I'm supposed to love everything. as best you can. Allow yourself to be without that story. Uh, like, uh, I want to... I can say like, oh, I'm free, but what I'm actually experiencing is like a huge mental block. Like, I feel like there's like cement in my head. Like I can't even penetrate, like I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't get close to what that actually feels like. Okay, so, but you can feel the cement in your head, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now as best you can, open up to the that hardness that contraction like cement in the head Let's see if you can open up to it and yeah okay i see okay. what's there <laughs> yeah and now see if you can communicate to that part of you that it's welcome just the way it is, contracted like cement. Like, see if you can find a place inside that can genuinely communicate, honey, you are welcome just the way you are, like a contracted so tightly like cement. Just see if you can find a place that can communicate that to this part of you. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. And is that contraction, is it beginning to feel welcome the way it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I have very clearly what it is about. Um, what do you think it's about? 
I think it's about. Um, did now did it tell you what it's about, or are you telling it what it's about? I think it. I think it told me what it's about. There could okay. be more, maybe, that I didn't get. But yeah, well, what I have right now is like ugh, this, like huge fear that, like, because these are the rules of the game where we are supposed to love everything, and because I can't love it. I'm going to experience something like that so I can be given the test of like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, because. Yeah. If I don't open, if I don't open, I'm going to be tested like that. Yeah. Like it'll be presented to me as like a real life challenge that I'm meant to overcome, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah so now what i discovered this this kind of fear it's coming it's still coming from a place that believes being loving is an achievement something that we achieve that we're in we're supposed to achieve mm-hmm. and then because i believe it's an achievement and it's like the biggest achievement for some of us on, especially with the spiritual orientation, it's like the biggest unconditional love. And we naturally project that it requires a big experience to equal. So this unconditional love that I'm assuming you're interested in experiencing Um, It's an achievement. It's something that you can do. Is that true? It's something you have to achieve. Is that true? Yeah, I think that's how I do it. I conceptualize it like it's something I get to, you know, it's like a, a destination you reach. Yeah, yeah, it's a destination. It's a, it's an achievement. It's a doing. Okay, so now just feel that idea about love. It's an achievement, a destination, a doing. And can you absolutely know that that's true? It's an achievement, a destination, a doing. Yeah. Yes, you can know that. Absolutely. Oh, and sorry. I meant yes. And like, can you, I'm experiencing it as an achievement. Like, I'm yeah. So, yeah. So can you absolutely know that it's an achievement, something you do, something oh. that you achieve? No. <laughs> okay. And then just let that know in. I love question two. Is all you're letting in is that you don't know for sure that it's an achievement, some, something that you do, or a destination, somewhere that you go to. Just let in, don't know for sure. Okay, so now, as best you can, See if you can feel the belief itself. This unconditional love, it's an achievement. 
a destination, a doing. It's something that you do or achieve. And what happens when you believe it's something that you can do or achieve, you're supposed to do, you're supposed to achieve, you can do, you can achieve it. It's an achievement. And see if you can feel this idea that it's an achievement or a doing. How does it affect you? When you believe it's an achievement, it's a doing. Well, I've already decided that I can't or don't want to achieve it because I don't like the way that it works. Yeah. Because <laughs> right away, as soon as you believe that thought, there's force. You know, it's like now I'm being forced. As soon as I believe it's a doing or an achievement, then I, I have to force the doing or the achieving of it. And right away, we know that's not love. Mm. And it's like, if that's how it works, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who would you be without that story? Or an achievement? You're totally free of believing this unconditional love is, is an achievement or a doing. That story's gone. And just notice what your being, what your presence is like without that story. It's a, a doing, it's an achievement. This is going to sound so fucking cliched, but I probably would just be more loving. Yeah. With sometimes not even noticing because it's so natural. Yeah. It's like effort. I would just be more open, which is a type, it's an aspect of love, openness. It's a quality of love. But oh my God totally free of it's something to achieve or do. That falls away. And the effortless openness that we are begins to emerge, you could say. Okay, so now let's backtrack. And just see what see if there's something that you like about believing it's an achievement. So you're really in touch with what you don't like about believing it's an achievement or a doing. Now see if there's something that you like about this this unconditional love being an achievement. Something to be achieved. Mm-hmm. 
I think on like one level, there's just like this satisfaction in like making steps towards that achievement, like making progress towards a goal and getting mm-hmm. closer to being more loving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, levels in a video game. Yeah, yeah. I got level one. Oh, now, now I can work on level two. I can develop yeah. these skills and develop this thing. Oh, okay, now I can. Yeah, and you get to like the Bowser, like the boss. And like, I feel like that for me is like, in my mind, it's like something like this where like maybe not something as horrific and crazy as the situation I described, but like something like rape is statistically very common. And so I feel like, okay, that's like my Mount Everest, and but I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll just stay in the lower levels of achievement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not going there. Yeah, and that's what we don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About believing it's an achievement or a doing. You know, because then it, it requires, you know, this, whatever, the hero's journey, the, like, yeah. the Amazon woman, or, you know, Christ mm-hmm. <laughs> crucified and loving people, the people crucifying him. Okay, so feel it as a feel that belief again. This unconditional love thing—it's an achievement. It's a doing. And right now, in this moment, are you interested in holding on to that story about love? It's an achievement. It's something you do. I mean, I I acknowledge that it feels like familiar and comfortable and I don't know what it's like without doing it that way, but I'm not. Don't look at the doing, just experience your presence without it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the mind will run out out into how how will that look without that story? Mm -hmm. You know, like how will I do my life without that? Mm-hmm. So for right now, just experience what your presence it, what your presence is like when you're not believing this love thing is an achievement or something to do, something you can do. Just don't believe it's an achievement, something that you are supposed to achieve, mm-hmm. something you're supposed to do. Who would you be without that story? This is something you achieve, something you're supposed to do. Mm. Yeah, I see how like love is so accessible, like it's always there. It's not like 
you know, like when I'm believing that it's something to achieve, it's like, that means it's only reserved for those who achieve it, like who, for those who get to that level. But when I don't, when I let go of that belief, then it's like, oh, it's like, it's all around. Like I can just grab it, you know? Yeah. See, to me, it's that old uh, whatever, you know, how could a fish in water be thirsty? <laughs> yeah. That they point to. Okay, so you're supposed to achieve this. You're supposed to do this love thing. Is that true? It's something to achieve or something you're supposed to achieve or something to do, some, something you're supposed to do. This unconditional love thing. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I've, I'm just, I feel like I'm like foiled, like I'm being foiled, like, because I see how it's, the answer is no, like, it's not what you're supposed to do, necessarily. But my mind is also like, well, isn't that the point? Like, what, then why does... Well, it has been the point. <laughs> Ever since you were introduced to the idea of love and the spiritual path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, what we're supposed to do here. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So the mind's just bringing up, you know, it's like, wait a minute. This has been the point of our existence so, mm -hmm. so far. You're telling me it's not the point of it? So, so that's the mind. So now we're going to ask you. You're mm -hmm. so this is something you're supposed to achieve, something you're supposed to do, this unconditional love thing. Is that true? You're supposed to achieve it or do it. Is that true? <laughs> yeah i'm struggle i'm struggling with it because it's like i see very clearly the no well yeah okay so you see clearly the no but i also see like the conditioning like like are you looking at the past how, how are you seeing yeah. this conditioning yeah, I guess I'm looking at my past, like the whole of my life. Yeah, you're looking yeah. at the past. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're asking you right now. We're not mm. asking you yesterday or last week or mm. two years ago. We're asking you right now. Is it true? You're supposed to achieve this, this state of unconditional love. You're supposed to do it or achieve it. Is that true? No. Okay. So now, if that's a genuine no, <laughs> the whole body will relax around this love thing. Mm -hmm. But if there's still a bit of a yes, 
that that'll create that'll keep tension yeah i think there's a little bit of a yes <laughs> yeah good okay so now and welcome that that part that's still hanging on to yes this is true we're supposed to achieve this and do this this unconditional love and what what's its proof that you're supposed to achieve that or do that what's it's the part that still has the yes. What, what's its proof that you're supposed to do this or achieve this? Mm. Well, I don't think this is very good proof, but it's like, I, I just keep going back to the conditioning. Like, and I know that it's, so this is like theoretical or like we're dealing with like the past, but Oh God, like, I, I, I kind of liken it to like, you see like, you're, let's say you're driving down the street and you see like the golden arches and it's like, okay, duh, that's a McDonald's. I feel like you're telling me to look at the golden arches and say like, that's not McDonald's. That's what this like feels like. Yeah, so I, I know that. Proof? What's your proof that you're supposed to achieve this or do this? Hmm. Where's the, you know, just that it's been taught. It's been like it's been taught. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because that's that's all I know. That's what that's what I was told. That's all I know. That's what I was told. So is that proof? Because that's what was taught. Ugh, I mean, like, I feel like it's. Ugh. They used to teach that the earth was flat. Did, did that make it true? No, I mean, no, but then I want to say like, not that I'm like a flat earther, but like who knows what we'll find in the future. You know, maybe the earth also isn't round. Like, you know it, what I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. because it was taught, that makes, that means it's true. Mm, okay. I, no, no, you're right. Yeah. No, that's not, no. doesn't make it, doesn't mean it's true doesn't say it, it doesn't mean it's not true mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just what i'm using as proof that it is true isn't actually proof yeah. i was taught that yeah plus mm -hmm. plus i don't know maybe you know it's combined with well i was taught that and i don't know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so and let that in don't know <laughs> yeah i was taught that and I have invested a lifetime in that. Mm. Unconditional love is something I do and achieve. Yeah. And all it feels like all the <laughs> lifetimes that were, I'm feeling the weight of all the lifetimes that were invested in that. Yeah, I'm supposed to achieve this. I'm supposed to do this. Mm -hmm. This unconditional love thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so again... Is it true that you're supposed to achieve it or do it? Yeah, oh, sorry, it's like so... Oh no, the, your honest answer is the best answer. Yeah, I feel I feel a lot of resistance because I feel like it's like saying like, oh, just because the sun rose like every day for the past however many, you know, days, like 
doesn't necessarily mean it's going to rise tomorrow, but it's like, okay, well, there's pretty good evidence that there, that it will, you know? Okay. And that, so what, how is that applied to this belief? Like, like this kind because of, because you've been believing, because you've been believing this every day or like, yeah, like, or even throughout history, like the resounding, like the axiom, you know, like the spiritual axiom is unconditional love. So it feels like since that's been okay. repeated throughout so history, is the spiritual axiom, you're supposed to achieve it or do it. Maybe it's a mistranslation, but I feel like it is about like, okay. even like, so enlightenment. How, how does you seeing the sunrise every day correspond to reading what somebody said? Well, like, I think that, like, you, let's say you read that every morning you're mm -hmm. supposed to achieve and do it's unconditional a, love. Yeah, I think it's a sloppy metaphor, but the idea is just like time and time again, people have said, people have okay. tried to live so this repetition like, because yeah. it's been repeated. That means it's true. That's absolute proof that it's true because it's been repeated so many times. Mm. That that mean that's unequivocal evidence that it's true because it's been repeated so many times. Yeah, I guess not. Well, just look. Is that is that absolute proof? The fact that it's repeated over and over and over. No. Yeah. No. Because I see how it's like more like a correlation, not causation. It's not absolute proof. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. People have repeated it for, according to this view, for years and years and years and years and years. Mm. You're supposed to achieve unconditional love. That's the pinnacle of human life. Achievement. Yes, the pinnacle <laughs> of human achievement, yes. Yeah, so... So now, can you absolutely know it's even possible to achieve? It's possible to achieve unconditional love. Is that true? That it's something that you can achieve or do. Is that true? Uh, I mean, this is a genuine question, but like, what about the people who did achieve it? Well, um, how do you know they achieved it? Mm. How, how do you know it was a, an achievement? Mm. Like, who, who's your example of someone who... who like Buddha or, or, yeah, like Buddha or Jesus or something. Okay, like, yeah. let's say they actually lived unconditionally, they were unconditionally loving. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they achieved that. It was an achievement. Mm -hmm. Do you know for sure it was an achievement? It was something they did? They achieved? No. Okay, no, no I, I don't know for sure. No, we just assume it's an achievement because I'm already <laughs> believing it's supposed to be what we achieve. Right. Because I believe it's an achievement. When they talk about unconditional love, I think they're telling me I'm supposed to achieve that. Yeah, yeah. So now feel the belief again. It's an achievement, this unconditional love, and I'm supposed to achieve it. And 
how do you react when you believe that story? I'm supposed to achieve this unconditional love thing. It's, it's. Yeah, well, it seems like pretty much like an insurmountable task, like an inhuman feat. That's why only two people, like Buddha and Jesus, that's why they're only two people. Yeah. Yeah, it's an insurmountable feat. Mm -hmm. But I'm supposed to do it. Mm. Yeah, then it's like, okay, well, then what's the point? Like, why? There, yeah. Yeah, why bother? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we flip flop back and forth from trying super, super hard, which is always some form of violence, mm. you know, forcing myself to love where I don't feel love. Mm -hmm. That's why we imagine horrible things, trying to force myself to love. Mm -hmm. Or moving into a kind of like resignation or, you know, fuck it all. Yeah. And that's what the belief that it's an achievement does. Mm -hmm. That's the effect of believing it's an achievement and I'm supposed to achieve it. It's, and you know, it's like, I, you know, it's like, I, God, I don't like you, <laughs> you know, it's an achievement. I'm supposed to achieve it. I have no idea how to achieve it. And it actually, it feels impossible to achieve, which mm -hmm. from my perspective, it is impossible because it's not an achievement. Mm -hmm. It's not a do, it's not an achievement as in it's not a doing, it's not something we can do. We can't do love. Hmm. If we could do it, we would we would all do it. <laughs> you know, it's like do love on command. Hmm. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nike for love. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who would you be if you were totally free of this? belief that love is an achievement and you you are supposed to achieve this thing called unconditional love who would you be if you're totally free of you just didn't believe that anymore that you're supposed to achieve this unconditional love thing just feel your presence without that story what I'm feeling is that I would just be me or I would just be yeah I would just yeah. be yeah and I don't know if I genuinely don't know if I'll be loving or not loving in any given situation yeah, I would just be me mm -hmm. yeah and feel that well, what would it be like if it was actually okay to just be you, you no longer had to achieve unconditional love. <laughs> That's gone. That belief is gone that you have to achieve unconditional love. It's like, I don't have to achieve unconditional love. I just, I just, I just get to be me. What would it be like to live in that world? I, I just get to be me. I don't have to achieve unconditional love. 
I get to be me. Yeah. And just feel your, your being. If you lived from this perspective, I don't, I don't have to achieve, I'm not supposed to achieve unconditional love. I'm just supposed to be me. You know what it feels like? It feels like it's like you're rising above the battlefield. Like mm -hmm. it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just rest here for a moment. From this perspective, I don't have to achieve unconditional love. I'm supposed to just be me. might it be like to live in that world not not supposed to achieve unconditional love just supposed to be me yes. yeah well I feel like it's like like I said like it's like rising above the battlefield like I don't have to battle mm -hmm. whatever it is I'm trying to battle <laughs> yeah. anymore And then, so this is something, if you're interested, you can play with every morning. You know, could it be, I'm not, I don't have to, I'm not supposed to achieve unconditional love. Could it be it's not even achievable? Could it be, I'm supposed to just be me? And then if you feel open to that, you ask yourself, if you feel open to that, then you can invite yourself to like do the best you can to live as if this is the truth. I'm here to just be me. I'm not here to achieve unconditional love. I'm here to just be me. You know, it's like you've been experimenting most of your life with, I'm here to achieve unconditional love. You know, not, not to just be me, but achieve unconditional love. And you've been living, experimenting with that, like living as if that's the truth. Mm. And so you're, you've gotten a lot of feedback. <laughs> and so this is a brand new experiment. Oh, what if I'm not supposed to achieve mm. unconditional love? I'm just here to be me. Yeah. And, and just see how it goes. Okay. Report back. 
Yeah, yeah. And if you if you if you decide you want to experiment with it, then um, you know we'd love we'd love follow up information on how the experiment. Uh, okay. But you that know every day. Great. What if what if what if I'm just supposed to be me? Mm. Not not supposed to achieve unconditional love. Mm. The highest state of Buddhahood. <laughs> <laughs> Or Jesushood, or <laughs> Christhood, or just supposed to be me. <laughs> well, for starters, I hope I stop sweating. My my palms have been sweating this entire recording. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Well, well thank wow. you for being willing to. Thank you, Dory. You know. Thank you. Uh, yeah, to share what's going on inside of you and to open to exploring. Thank you Caroline, so thanks for for calling her out. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Seeing something was up with your friend. Yeah. Our friend. <laughs> Our friend. Wow. Thank you. And Tom, that, yeah, both of you. That was just wow. Mm. <sighs> Okay, precious, precious ones. I'm feeling the need to go surfing. Yes, please go surfing. <laughs> and Dory, big hug to you. Thank you. I receive your hug. My sweaty, oh. sweaty palms. Oh. <laughs> Caroline, big hug to you. Life is lived in lessons, each lesson's got its theme. They keep circling back for you until you start to see where you forgot you were connected with everything. It's okay, we all do it too, it just takes remembering. It's okay, we all do it too, it just takes remembering That love is what we're all here for It's the only score we're keeping, so settle yours Love is what we're all here for It's the only score we're keeping, so Settle yours You can do all of the things You can play all of the parts You can make a mess of everything Or score off all the charts But when you reach the end And you think that you have died You
The views and opinions expressed on the Tom podcast are those of the individual speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Byron Katie, nor the intent of her self-inquiry method known as The Work. For more information on Byron Katie, please visit thework.com. If you wish to learn more about Tom, a certified facilitator of The Work, and the podcast's eponym, please visit theworkwithtom.com.